bring out your host of the Lady Journey podcast, Katie Hannigan and Sarah Talamash. Healing crystals, skin carotenes, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry. You're on a lady journey. Lady Journey. This is um, a dream for us. And in our dream, there was more people. But um, <laughs> you guys are enough. We're all enough. That's We're so amazing. grateful. Thank you. We're so grateful that you're here. And thank you for bearing with us just as we reorganize the space a little bit. So Lady Journey, we are um, a podcast. And it's kind of, the vibe is kind of, um, you know, not not just for ladies, you know, we're all on a journey, right? A feminine experience, tapping into ourselves. And, but we talk about, um, you know, lifestyle topics. We like fashion. Um, we like overnight oats, you know? You know, Lady Journey is like, remember the time you got deeply into overnight oats for two weeks? You told everybody, you said, I'm an overnight oats girl. Have no idea how you got there. Yeah. You saw Pinterest and you're like, that is what I want for my this life. This is who I am now. And then you just never talk about it again. You know, you just go back to your muffin. Yeah. Like it never happens. Sometimes a way for me to keep track of time where I was like, do you know when that was? And I was like, it was definitely during my overnight oats thing. Yes. <laughs> So yeah. in 2016. Yeah, we're, we're like goop. We're like goop, but for someone on a teacher's salary, you know? Like, that's us. We're like, I can't really afford that. Um, I can't afford a, a antiques, um, but I'm making my own furniture. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, DIY is a good one where you... I, we live in delusional fantasies. Where that's a big like, one for us, a yeah. delusion of... Oh, I'm going to go to grad school. Well, I'm 40, so maybe not. I'm going to live in the dorm on campus. I think I, that could be good for me. Yeah. Get into scarves. <laughs> but you're like, I can, uh, I know how to redecorate. I'll just staple some old suitcases to my wall. <laughs> yeah. It's a bookshelf. Yeah. Uh, We've gotten into a lot of DIY stuff where, you know, you're on a budget, and, um, and then you realize you're just making trash. You're just... <laughs> You just stapled some napkins together, <laughs> and it looks like shit. Yeah, it never looks good. So we, yeah, that's where we're. That's what Lady Journey. That's is. what Lady Journey is, and we did put. Um, we've got um, cards on the table for everybody. They're little business cards. I don't think we got some to the front, but um, we have a QR code on there. If you scan it, you can find. Um, I'm sorry, I don't think you got one, but I'm going to get you one later, okay? Um, it's a QR code, so you scan it, and then you can find Lady Journey with all of our stuff on there. So that's how you know I, I'm old. I just learned what QR codes are. I feel I need to explain it. I'm like, it's a photo, but it's, a, it's also a pathway into... And we love St. Louis. We've been here all weekend. We've been enjoying your town. It's so wonderful here. Give it up for yourself, St. Louis. You guys are amazing. We are... We did the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast. Yes, it was incredible. And they gave us all a list of all the best restaurants. And, and they'll probably be upset to know that we've been going to Cheesecake Factory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've been there twice, and we love it. But we did, we did get some local. We went to the Foundry. Uh, unbelievable. What an incredible food court you guys have at the Foundry. So I, uh, gorgeous. I got to try a toasted ravioli. Yes. 
Yes, the food of the region. So delicious. They farm them here. Yes, they do. They're grown right here in St. Louis, and they're just delicious. Um, and then, um, where else did we? We went to CVS. We went to CVS, one of your most artisanal boutiques. CVS has become a safe space for us, you know, because when you do a comedy show, we've been performing here in the small room, which we're fine with, we're fine with. That's actually better for us, because we can experiment with not having that big of an audience. Um, you know, take a risk, a risk uh, of, but you know, CVS, we just go there to kind of decompress. Is there a safe place? It's a safe all, space, yeah. yeah. We can go in there and meditate. Yeah, <laughs> meditate, buy a concealer. Um, but we want to say, we want to sh do a shout out to some incredible local brands that we partnered with um, to get the word out about the Lady Journey Live. So we actually got to go to their shops, which was so amazing. They were, um, one was down at the foundry. The Procure shops are incredible. Uh, if you have not been, you've got to check it out. The vibe in there, it's very zen. It is a um, cooperation between many different women's groups. And they've got, um, we, we've got artisanal uh, soaps. We got, um, you got an incredible ear cuff there. Sarah's become an ear cuff woman now. So that's, <laughs> that's her new personality. It is, I'm coming back to New York as an ear cuff woman. Yes, <laughs> look out. Very exciting, new attitude. I got tea, I got a pregnancy tea there, which is gonna be incredible for, um, you know, me someday, hopefully, who knows, I'm trying. Uh, uh, and we got all kinds of stuff, so we love Procure, and we want to say thank you so much for um, all the help that you guys did to get the word out about the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we uh, actually got um, some really fun stuff for Nikki that she's going to be, we, we don't want to say what it is. Um, cause we, in well, case she doesn't like it, <laughs> no, she's going to, she's going to love it. She's going to love it. So we, we were going to do an unboxing and then we thought that would be really weird. We thought that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Unbox our guest gifts before we give it to her. It's <laughs> really, so like, this is what we got you. Yeah. And yeah. then here it is. So yeah. Yeah. So we're going to let her do that later. And then we also, um, do we have some ticket winners from our, uh, our, our giveaway with golden gems here tonight is the ticket. Is the ticket winner? I heard one. Yes, hi, thank you. Thank you so much for entering. Thank you. Yeah, and we love Golden Gems. Golden Gems is another incredible local store. This store blows me away. The branding inside of it is gorgeous. It's all like cute, feminist, like queer, uh, girl, fun stuff. So we got a lot of great stuff for there too. So we want to give a big shout out to Golden Gems. Thank you so much for doing the ticket giveaway for us. Check them out. It's a great place. Absolutely wonderful. So we, um, I think our guest. I think we're ready to get started. Um, yeah. So Nikki canceled. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. Just kidding. Wouldn't that be a bummer? <laughs> like we actually she was actually never booked. Um, but gotcha. <laughs> we're catfishing. You're catfishing. Oh my gosh, that's actually a great business model. Yeah. I feel like we should <laughs> jump on board. Next we have Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> So we're very excited about that. Really excited. But no, um, our guest is an incredible, incredible comedian. We're so thrilled and flattered that she took the time to come do this podcast. It's just a, a testament to what an awesome person and a great, great comedian she is. Yeah. She has um, an amazing new Netflix special, which... Um, yeah, it's HBO Max. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, good, clean filth. Good, clean filth. 
is uh, the name of the special. Some people are laughing like, oh, is it naughty? It truly is. In the best possible way ever. Yeah. yeah. Don't watch it at work. Um, <laughs> say or that. do. Or, or do. do. It depends on where your workplace is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so check out Good Clean Filth on HBO Max. Check out her show F-Boy Island on HBO Max as well. And she's also got a reality show on the E! Network. Yeah. Network, guys. It's amazing. So please, everybody, join us in welcoming our guest for Lady Journey, Nikki Glazer. Hi. Oh my gosh. This is Hello. I love that you said I canceled because I got to see what it sounds like when it is announced that I cancel on yeah. things. People just laugh. <laughs> Because I do often bail on things because, you know. That's my favorite doesn't. thing to do. Yeah. 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 So I bail all the time. It, it's a unique experience to hear the reaction when people think you have bailed. Yeah. It turns out people are fine with it. <laughs> um, this is so nice of you. Oh, isn't okay. there fun? The First, stuff in there is so fun. It's a little, is this real? It's, it's a real? plan. Really? It's a Oh, it's gonna die. Wow. <laughs> so sick on No pressure. Yeah. Um, we did realize that you're on the road a lot. So. Right. But you can travel with it. I really could. Just... <laughs> travel size. It's like a service plant. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just yes. a little lunch jacket for it. Buckle yeah. it. Bring it on the plane. Pay 75 bucks one way. Yeah. That's what you gotta do when you bring an animal. Um, this is so freaking cute, and I love it. I love tchotchkes, and it, but it will die. <gasps> oh, I love oh, a keychain. This is the one from uh, Golden Gems. They oh, it's so cute. It's pink, my favorite. It says Midwest honey. And I love it. It's so <laughs> me. And I'm a vegan who eats honey because I just, yeah. Yeah. I, is that hot? It's vegan. It's, it's not, not vegan, too, too, right? Yeah. It's what? Vegan? <laughs> <laughs> you only eat honey. <laughs> Uh, I love that. That's okay. Okay, let's get through the rest of it. This is so freaking nice. Okay. Oh, lavender soap. We were just... Oh, I like it. I, I love, love it. I love it. Lavender I don't know. Some people scent. are like, know what scents they don't like. And I bet there's someone in the audience that's like, lavender, not in my home. You yeah. know, like there are some women who know. Like, yeah. I shan't have that. It reminds them of somebody or something. Oh, Yeah. Of when they, I do get that with Armani Cologne. I, my first, the man I lost my virginity to, boy. Really? <laughs> Every time I walk down the street, I, if I get a whiff of Armani, I'm like, Andrew. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's always him, too. He's still dousing. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Is this a candle? Another yeah. scent. Oh Another gosh, scent. Beauties. Aww. We're in a hotel room to cover yeah. up that, um, you know, oh, this is good. I really, this reminds me of uh, uh, Bath and Body Works like in the 90s. Oh my god, it was such like a It takes me back to West You guys get it. Oh, yes. You know? This Let's one's go. Golden Gems as well, right? And they yes. make all of their own scents and they hand pour these there. Now, let me just ask about the candle thing because I've stopped using candles because I, I was getting headaches from them. And, yeah. Like the. And then I look into it, and they release like bad things into the air. Like, I saw yeah. that. Um, my sister can't burn them anymore because her cat gets ill. Right. So that good. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am always like, you should bring that up on all the dates that you go on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a lot of candles in your home? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> do you guys have home scents like that? Do you does your home smell good? When people come over, do they go, mm, it smells good? 
Um, I don't think I have that. I want to be that home. But I, I do like, I like patchouli, weirdly, and I don't know if it's, I like it because I like the smell. One fan. She wrote Splash. It's a hippie store I used to be in the small. Another fallback. Okay. <laughs> but I like, I don't know if I like the smell of patchouli or if I like what it makes me think. Yeah. So it makes me think of high school. Yes, yeah. it does. It totally does. Yeah, it's one of those like yeah. drug rug yeah. sweatshirts. <laughs> or uh, uh, remember the gap sense, like grass and yeah. trees and yes. winter. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. Doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, yeah there, that's the beauty of smell. That's what like COVID was so sad when you like got it and you couldn't smell. You like realize. Yeah. You have no memories when yeah. you can't smell. Nothing that. comes yeah. back to you at all. all trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I worry about the, the candles thing. And, um, but I do want my home to... I, I recently realized that no one... Ever, maybe like two or three times in my life, someone's told me I smell good. And that is a low amount for being a woman that hugs a lot of people. Yeah. I do like meet and greets after every show where people hug me. And um, no, I've had it maybe once in all the tour last year. And the person that said it, I go, thank you. And I helped them and I shook them. I said, really? It meant so much to me. Well, I feel like it's weird because you feel seen even though you're being smelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, but um, we just like to be honest and yeah. not just repeat conversations yeah. that sound we like chatting. This is pretty punched up, but um, we already rehearsed this. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Fielder's show. <laughs> but some women like just know what sm- they have, like a certain smell. Kara Clank, the comedian, she always smelled good, and I'd be like, "What is it?" And yeah. she'd tell me, and then I put it on, and it just didn't mix right with my pheromones. And it's just like, I would just want to copy girls' smell. And then some girls are very territorial about their smells. Yeah. And I'm always asking my friends, just tell me what I should get. Because, and they're like, what do you like? And I go, I, it doesn't matter what I like because we get used to our own smell. Yeah, That's why people don't know they have BO. It's because where you go, how does this guy not know? Because you get used to it. Yeah. And so that is, it doesn't matter what I like. What do you want me to smell like? And no one will tell me. <laughs> Happy Clinique, I guess, is the only answer I get. I love a rose. That's one of my scents. What is it? Rose. Like, just the scent of I rose. Like, rose. we did get at Procure, they have rollers. They have, like, a perfume roller. Yeah. And I got Bulgarian rose. And it's just, it's just the scent of rose. It's, like, yes. very, it's not, like, a whole, like, Johnny Depp, you know, cologne ad where it's, like, a, a, yes. a feeling, you know? It's, like, just the scent of rose. Like, yes. keep it simple. You know, it's not like um, virginity, you know, it's like just, it's just rose. No, I've, I've actually got really into um, since recently because during the pandemic, I found out I have really bad BO. No and way. Yeah, it was just, I guess like on lockdown, it's like, ooh, I'm not going to put on deodorant. Like, yeah. yeah. It got to the point where I would put it on. My boyfriend's like, what's the occasion? <laughs> 
because and I was just I was just letting it out, but I was so like I, I'm in my 30s, you know, I'm like getting older and I'm, my body is changing. That I guess I never had bo before, and I was almost just like proud of it in a way, like. Like you were? Yeah, like, <laughs> is that me? How did you find out about it? Did someone tell you? Did someone go, hey, you've got to, you know, start showering? I, I woke up. <laughs> An intervention. Yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong. I, I woke up. Like, I thought it was my boyfriend. I'm like, you have BO. He's like, it's not me. I'm like, oh my God, how foul is that? Yes. Like, blown away. So, but I don't like to use, like, I don't like the, like, caking the secret deodorant on. I never liked that. So I've gotten, like, some, you know, like natural stuff. You yeah. have to, like, wean yourself off the stuff yes. that's giving your armpits cancer. Constantly. Yes. You have to kind of trickle down. And then, because then, but your body goes through, like, a detox of it. It's disgusting because it's, like, getting all this aluminum out and then you smell like shit for so long. And then you switch to um, the natural stuff that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back into my yeah, yeah. <laughs> just soak it up. Yeah. <laughs> Tin foil in there. It's uh, worth it. <laughs> it doesn't work. I try to be like natural and do all the, the, the right things, but um, like like this, like I like diet soda, right? Like I love diet coke. I quit it for I think twelve years, and then I got back on the horse. But this is Zevia. It has it's stevia because I don't use Splenda anymore. I don't yeah. use Sweet and Low any of that. Mm -hmm. But then stevia, I it cannot be good for you. Like the amounts that I consume in it. Yeah. This. I drink only this, no water, just this. Like, and that is not a joke. This is all I consume. What, um, what's wrong with me? Um, First of all, nothing. I, everything is burning. Yeah. Right. So just yeah. enjoy the ride. Have your ginger root beer. Have it. Do you guys like, drink a lot of water? No. Right? No. I, oh I struggle to drink even the smallest amount Isn't of it. Like, so force myself. Entitled of Like, how fucking cunty of us to be like, I just can't drink water. And some places are like, I walk 20 miles a day with a bucket on my head for water and get raped on the way there. And we're like, I can't drink it. It's hard to. I need a spritzer. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all going to hell. So, yeah, drink up. Uh, so, no sugar. Do you do, you do sugar at all? I don't. Yeah, occasionally, like I don't, but I, I I tend to like obsess. I have like definite food issues. So over the pandemic, I kind of had to like look at those closer and be like, what's going on here? And um, and I kind of had to say goodbye to sugar and candy the way that I say said goodbye to alcohol, which is like I still want it. I'm gonna miss it the rest of my life. But you had your fun. Like I used to binge on it. I I had it so much as a kid. I would go to the sweet factory in the mall at West County Mall, shout out again, uh, or here, and I would get like seven pounds of like gummy peaches and those long strips of oh, like the weird you know, strips. Yeah, stripes. Yeah, yeah. Just that was like the yeah, the, like fruit roll up stuff. Like I would just so much sugar. So I just have to go. Oh, never again. But like you know, on special occasions, like when the yeah. world starts ending, when we when it's really. <laughs> When the year is heading but yeah, I, I avoid. But then I do the diet coke and stuff, and it's all that's so bad for you. So I feel like I'm vegan, but then I also, you know, use plastic water bottles. Like I, I you can't do everything, right? You try to yeah. just do your best. You pick your battles. You pick your battles. Now, um, when you were vegan, like dating, what's that like? Dating as a vegan, do you it's get confronted by anger? People <laughs> get annoyed. Yeah. Like people feel like really like, oh my god, can I eat this burning? Like they get so it's almost like being sober. Can I kill this cow? Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> and I just like 
what I felt like is, you know, my, my boyfriend now is not even close to being vegan, but he'll get like grass-fed beef, and I'll be like, that's not good. Like that doesn't mean fucking anything. If research it even a little bit, and you'll know that it's all marketing. It's bullshit to make you feel like you're doing something good, but you're not. The, they like seek. They're grass-seeing cows. They like open a window and they're going, oh, grass-fed. But um, so. I I don't mind it. All I want is just someone to go, I would like to work towards that. To yes. acknowledge like yeah. you're doing the right thing by animals and I but not to I don't want anyone to feel guilt every time they eat around me. I don't really fucking care. I can eat, you know, meat for years, but they will have to suffer the vegan propaganda that I put in their faces. <laughs> and, and sometimes two days out that's of my great. cycle I get really fucking depressed and just am like, look at this fucking chicken. That's what you're eating. Like this little bird. <laughs> And make them feel bad about it. But that's just, you know, my hormones. That's a great approach, though, I think, to just to give the affirmation. Because I feel like if I was dating you, I would crave the affirmation. I'd be like, Nikki, I didn't even have cheese today. Yeah. Do yeah. Yeah. I get a blowjob? <laughs> yeah, you do. Don't chase that to me. I, uh, yeah, I feel like just the just the, the effort is cute. Like, my boyfriend will send me when he's bought a bunch of plant-based stuff and be like, I'm trying, and I'm like, try harder. Like, touch me. <laughs> Hold my hand. Uh, this is where I want you to try. But um, I, yeah, I feel like a lot of times just being a vegan, just people think you're, all, they're already so guilty because they know we're right that they have to make... They have to be, they're like, gotta be mad beforehand and be like, oh, you're vegan. And they're like, oh, it's okay. And then they like lean into it sometimes. And I think some people, oh, one guy I went out with, I remember he was, he, he found out I was vegan after the fact. Like we were just, I don't, I can get something vegan literally anywhere except a barbecue joint. That's the only place where it's like, okay, I'll just have bread and yeah. bread. Like that's it. <laughs> and a white <laughs> But anywhere else, like I'm, I'm easy, I'm more easygoing than I think most people when it comes to food, but this guy found out a little bit late and he was really like, you should have told me. Like, you really should have let me know. And then he proceeded to send me pictures of him, like, choosing a, a lamb to slaughter for this meal he made. Like, he was testing me. And, um... Uh, it was like terrorism. Yeah, it was... It was so Sweet bad. dreams. Because <laughs> I was trying to be, like, so, like... I was just trying to get a fucking guy to date. And so I was being understanding of his journey and his respect for cuisine and, and food. And, you know, I don't... But... Yeah, ultimately, I don't think it would work if someone was like, you know, working with meat all day, yeah. every day, and like cooking it, and just being, sending aggressive texts. Yeah, it's a red flag. The equivalent of a horse head in your bed when yeah. I go to sleep at night. <laughs> We're all fucking. Yeah. Um, well, we wanted to ask you. Speaking of red flags, because yeah. you you work on F Boy Island, yeah. which we all know it. So, do you have any red flags that you feel? are good for F boys or F men, you know, because they, they never, they never really um, age out of it. I um, think t act, telling us how much you love your mom right out of the gate and is a, a bad sign because they're Italian. you should love your mom. They're like, that's, their mom, really. they, yeah. It's yeah. their way of being like, I, I have so much respect for women. Like I love my mom, and, but it's like really the only woman they like and they actually hate her and they'll probably only like you if you remind her, <laughs> like you remind them of her a little bit. Um, so that's a sign all these, and if they stay, um, at the end of the day a lot, that's not a good sign. Jim Tam laundry. At the end of the day, yeah, they say that a lot. Um, oh, if they talk about their walls coming down, um, that's a bad sign. So, no one from Long Island. <laughs> yes, basically. 
Um, and just making you, this is the thing I've noticed with F boys and men is that, and I think it would have worked on me when I was younger and thank God it didn't happen too much, but guys will, I guess it's love bombing where they, they'll, they'll talk to you for a little bit, text with you or whatever, go out on one date and then they'll start being like, you're just like one of the most amazing women I've ever met. Or like, yeah. they'll just start saying things like that. And I remember this one guy I was talking to, and this was like a, a year or so ago. He was like, I just, I think you're just so incredible. I just think you're one of the most amazing women I've ever, and I was like, do I have a sis? Do I have siblings? Do you know that about me? Like, do you know anything about me beyond like when we've said selfies to each other? Or one time I was, he was like jerking off and he was like, can you make me come? And I just was on a tarmac, like getting ready to, like, we were like loading onto the plane and I was like, what can I send like on the plane? So I just sent a picture of him like, ah, like pointing into my mouth. That's all, that's all I ever sent him. After that, he's like, you're amazing. And I'm like, you don't know me at all. You don't know anything about me. Like ask a question and then I'll be like, so open to you thinking I'm amazing. But I just, this projection of like, whatever you think I'm gonna be. And I, so I told him that and I'm not joking, he goes, whoa, like, I don't know if you have a sister. That's, like, crazy. He goes, and I'm working on the script right now about a narcissist, and that is the perfect ending to have the character go, do you even know if I have a sibling to call out his narcissism? Thank you. End of conversation. That was it. I never found out if I have a sibling. Nothing. And it was, that's the kind of thing that bothers me, and I hope younger girls look out for is this yeah. fascination with you yeah. when they really don't know anything about you. So I feel like I would fall for it every oh, time. Yes. Every time I'd be like, oh my God, if I am amazing, yes. I always had a feeling. Finally, someone sees it. Yeah. Yeah. But then you look at it and you go, he's never asked me a single thing about myself. He only talks about himself and I know, like, you gotta, you gotta just think about what he really knows about you. And guys just need, they need to ask about your siblings, about like where you're from, your, what do you want in life? Like they gotta care about stuff beyond your like yeah. senior tits. How about yeah. interest? Yeah. Yeah. I love one person clapping over there. <laughs> I, guess. I asked. Just fake it. Just fake it. It's it's better than negging. I feel like love bombing is very in vogue oh, now. Yes. And like ten years ago it was like the oh, negging. Right. Yeah. Was like wear those shoes. Yeah. Yeah. We're oh. talking about it like, oh, oh you have Next you have weird so sandals. Well. It's like, are you a sandal expert? My God, who are you? I love Whitney Cummings had a joke about, um, she was like, guys are always like, I love your dress. And you're like, it's a skirt. You don't even know. It's a skirt and a shirt. Shut up. Stop acting like you know any. Um, which isn't negging, but the, the negging thing really, it worked on me. Um, I fell in love with this fucking idiot that I would never have ever, he wasn't my type at all. I remember sending a picture to him, of him to my friend being like, this is my crush that I like met. And she was like, is this a riddle? Like, is he behind this person? Like, this person is so, this wasn't, this is not a fat joke or anything. He was a big guy. He was just like, not my type. And he, he got me because he nagged me so hard. And I didn't see it coming until way later when I put like usual suspects did. And I was like, oh my God, along the way, there were just all these things. There was one day where he just was, well, this is what guys do. And this actually does work. He would wear all these, like, just, he had all these like, really chunky, like, turquoise, sterling silver rings. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It was like I a healer. About this. What? It, this is on TikTok where I get all my information from yeah. these Yeah, that's yeah. right. Where else do theories originate? <laughs> yeah. TikTok is like women's uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's in the candles. <laughs> and then 
I just read them wherever I can and I say it's the full truth. Um, <laughs> and all you're doing is reading girls pointing this. Yeah. This, this. And you're like, I just like read a book. I know. And then I, I'm on it, girlfriend. <laughs> I will spread the word for you. The, I, the thing that they say um, alcoholics and drug addicts use a lot of jewelry, especially on their downward spiral, as a way of masking. <gasps> Whoa! No, as a distraction towards their bad behavior or something weird psychologically. That's like, fascinating. That just, out. Yeah, for me too. Are you guys having like a sixth sense moment? Their guys right now just going like peeling off their rings slowly. <laughs> So I did date a guy who was in a downward spiral, and he was—he manically ran into a gift shop to buy more turquoise. Yes. And I was like, I don't know if you need to get a $248 ring right now. And he insisted. He bought it on the spot, and it was huge. It was like one of those ones where you can't bend. Yes. <laughs> this is a weird choice. <laughs> This guy had these rings, and I remember mocking, like, I did not even think anything of this guy. We were going to be working together, so I just remember kind of just being like, oh, it's cool that you share, a, a, you know, a jewelry box with my aunt in Sedona. Like, that's cool. I just was, like, making fun of his rings because they were so insane. And um, and what I realized, he was peacocking. That's what I think it was. It could have yeah. been a little bit what you're saying, which is oh wearing something ridiculous so that women talk to you. It's a, it's a pickup artist technique, much like negging is. Where if you wear, it's like you'll see these guys at bars that come in with like a backpack with like a blow up doll in it, and they're wearing like ski goggles and like a boa, a feather boa. They have a personality. Yes, yes. They're usually just like these guys that have learned that if a girl, a girls will talk to you if you dress ridiculously, and then if you act confident about that outfit, then the girl feels stupid. So what I did, I made fun of him, and then he just goes, "I like him," and then I was like. Oh, fuck you. It's like so bad. Like I want, I like was attracted to him on the spot. Like I was like, I was thinking about like how I wanted to get fingered with the rings hit on. Now I wanted to like pull them off with my vagina. Like I was, it went like immediately. And then he just started kind of looking at me and like, and I'd be like, what? Because I was already like kind of feeling feelings for him. And then he'd be like, you're tall. And I was just, and I've always been a confident, tallish woman, never never felt weird about it around guys, never, you know, shied away from dating shorter guys. And in that moment, I was just like, like, I'm sorry. Like, can I suck your dick to make you feel better about it? Like, I, it was, it worked so fucking well to be slightly insulted about things that, you know, the, the classic one that guys do in pickup artistry is that they keep a piece, they tell guys to put a piece of fuzz in your pocket. And then when you talk to a girl at a bar that's out of your league and she's like kind of already like, what's your backpack with that thing? Oh, that's weird. And then you go, I like it. And she's like, oh, he's confident. Okay, that's weird. And then and then you go over to her and you go, what's in your hair? And you put the fuzz that is in your pocket in her hair and you pull it out and you go, yikes, do you even clean yourself? And then she wants to fuck you to put, because now you've, you've established that you're better than her. She's a dirty fuzz whore. And now she's got to fuck her way out of it. Boy magic. It's like a fuckboy sleight of hand. It's so wild. I'm like, how did they figure this out? Like, how much trial and error did this have to grow to get through this process? Squirt and catch up on her, like, oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Well, I think they probably determined that women are attracted to people that they can't have, that they see, that, uh, you know, have more value than them. Because women are, biologically, we want to, like, spread 
our seed with a man who is better than us. That would be like the best thing for our you know, progeny to have. So if a guy makes us feel less than, clearly he has better genetics than me and I got to, so it's this, I think it's that, it's like they determine that, they go, how do we make women feel bad about themselves? Find little ways to insult them and, and then it works. It's the, the guy that wrote the game, which is the book where all of this was kind of um, put out into the culture in like the 2005, I think, yeah, Neil yeah. Strauss, he wrote this book. He was like this, short little bald scrawny yeah. looking journalist dude that started studying pickup artists and he learned so much he could see these nerds bang these tens that he goes i'll try it out this journalist that was studying it and then he started doing it and this guy got he i think he might have like gone out with paris hilton and he was just like a just a dumb little journalist at the height of paris hilton like this is how much yeah. these techniques work wow. of just making women feel bad about themselves so yeah. get out there and just do it Teach right. your sons <laughs> get a fedora Okay, and be on your way. And that's the problem with that boy island is I watch it, and even I was like, uh, these boys can change, and they're just hurt, and they've just been hurt by women. And there was something about getting an f boy to like you is so much more like makes you feel so much better about yourself. Yes. Than a nice guy, like yes. You. And that's why every we watch. I watch this show with my boyfriend. He's like, how could these women ever like these guys that are such clearly douchebags? Yeah. And I'm like, why do you think I love you? Like, no. <laughs> no, my boyfriend is a nice guy now, but there's something about him that I, I was drawn to initially because he seemed, like, out of my league. And, like, I wanted to earn him. It wasn't easy to get him at all because he was, like, a, had a fear of commitment. And then once I got him, I was like, I got to find something else about him that seems off limits. Like, it's, it's this desire to have what we don't have. Yeah, the chase. The chase. It's so sexy. It is. A guy named Chase. The yeah. ultimate. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, they're always running. <laughs> now, what's what's dating like um, when, when you were sober? What do you feel like dating sober? That was a nightmare because it, I had never, I got, I started, stopped drinking at the age of 27 because I got my first TV show and I heard John Mulaney quit drinking and that changed his life. So I was like, oh, I'll do that. And that'll like, and it's true. It's like the way I was drinking every single night waking up hungover, blacking out, and never really making terrible choices in blackouts. Like, I had relationships that maybe wouldn't have happened had I not been blacked out, but the hangover was just so bad that I quit drinking. But then I, that's why I quit, was just not wanting to be hungover. But then I realized after I got sober that I couldn't, I wasn't having sex anymore once I wasn't drinking. How do you make, how do you kiss a guy for the first time? How do you like, want to fuck? And then that really made me realize that girls, men, can get horny enough just soberly to make a move on a girl because it's like being horny makes your brain kind of like yeah yeah. (laughs) and women are so scared of like what i'm gonna look like when i'm naked like we're paranoid and we're overthinking i want them to like me i want to look pretty and everything that we we don't get as horny that quickly and it doesn't make us dumb as fast as it makes men so men will be pawing on you and we've realized that over time I don't want to be in that position where I'm being pawed on and I'm not feeling this. So I know what'll get me to be as horny as he is. I'll get drunk. Yeah. And it gets your brain right to the same place that men's brains already are at. And And so then you're on the same level. And I would just, so it was really hard to want a guy on me that I didn't know that I only got to know. And like, I never had attraction physical encounter. I didn't, you know, went to Kirkwood High School. I never had a boyfriend. I didn't kiss a boy until I was 
you know, 17, but it was like a truth or dare thing. And I didn't have a, I didn't have sex till I was 21, didn't have a boyfriend till I was 24. And all of those things happened because I was wasted. So at 27, I was just like, I don't know how to kiss a boy sober. I don't know how to do, have sex. I don't know any, like it was, it was really tough. And it just so happens you have to like, actually like a person to have sex, yeah. which is <laughs> gross. So annoying. Yeah, that's the thing about, I think, dating for me, like, um, you know, drink, as a person who's drinking, if the date is going badly, if you're drinking, you're like, I'm in it. Like, yeah, where's exactly. this gonna go? Like, okay, we can kiss, you know? It's nice but, like, in that sober, way. sober, it's, you're just like, you're awful and you've lied about your photo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, I mean, you guys have ended up with guys that were familiar, were friends yes. first, and yeah. like comedians, and like who you didn't just start dating. Like you sit down and you're like, let's see if we're gonna fuck something. And you're yeah. like, dates are yeah. so weird. Yeah, it's awkward. And so it's They're that's so how bad. I. It's, yeah. I have to get to know someone beforehand over a long period of time where they don't know I like them. And then I build up the horniness for them on my own time. And then when I'm ready, I let them know, and then we're yes. good to go. But so I can't. Wonderful. It's like a little flower. Yeah. I can't have, like, sexual energy coming at me before I want it. Yeah. Or it, you will never have me. It, you'll ruin everything for us. Because I just get, like, no. Like, I get scared that yeah. I'm going to have to, like, have dry sex. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so awkward. Which I'm over now. Like, I'll just be yeah. like, do you have lube? I yeah. really don't feel any guilt about that. I used to feel so much guilt about lube, but now no. I'm like, I, oh, it's, it's a horse jelly. I don't drink as well and then the early stages of dating I you before you just be at a bar kind of that's where you meet up and you know yeah. that you can get it going but then when I got sober it was like my our dates were like we're doing pottery yeah like we were on the bachelor we were yeah. doing bachelor dates yes. and like, this is, we're in front of a water fountain right now yeah <laughs> You're, it just takes a lot longer, but it is better. It yeah. is better because you ultimately end up being intimate with someone that your body, like, on its own is like, this feels right, and you're not, like, tricking yourself into it. But, you know, it's it really it makes it hard because also so many people drink. It's the vegan thing, too. If, you know, people go, can I drink it in front of you? Like, mm -hmm. is it okay? And they get really paranoid about it. And, again, it's like the guilt that they know that they should probably not drink. Yeah. Yeah. Because people that are... Don't have a problem, don't have guilt about drinking. They I just don't even think about it. No, yeah. what well, yeah. was that like? <laughs> if you could just leave a glass of wine, just you're you got good it. genes. Like, yeah. you thank your parents for fucking. Like, if you could just yeah. go, I don't want anymore, and just leave it. Oh, God. You guys are like St. Louis, and you're like, yeah, right, Nikki. <laughs> like, none of us can leave a glass yeah. of wine. Everybody here is drinking. We're like, sober lifestyle. <laughs> But, it's, I'm hardly sober. Like, I, when I was, I didn't drink, but then I just went to pot. And I was, like, smoking pot all the time. And now I, yeah. That <laughs> delayed. It's a clap of a voice. It's just But even that, I've had to, like, that one has been a harder one to let go of for me. So I, I you know, am reluctant to say sober, but no alcohol. But, yeah. We well, call it California. California yes, sober, that's right? what it's called. Yeah, when you just smoke weed. Yeah. But now I haven't smoked weed for like three weeks or something. But I am microdosing constantly, so that's. But I don't it's feel just it. A little nature's advocate. Yeah, I microdose fistfuls of mushrooms. I take little bits all day long. It's like 
That like, actually is pretty dope. I know. It's like um, saying that you're Seattle sober, where you're just doing, <laughs> just doing heroin the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bonnaroo sober. Just, <laughs> yes. It's, you know, I need something. It's either that or I'm like stuffing food in my face or just exercising too much. Like, it's always one. I just feel like yeah. I'm never sober. It's I'm always abusing something, but there's ones that will like ruin my life a lot quicker. Yes. And so I just gotta pick ones that don't yeah. switch. Oh, right now. Yeah, switch yeah. Oh, yes. I know, pivot back and forth. It's like mm-hmm. spin class, and then you have a little mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that is the lady journey. That is the lady journey. That's the lady journey. And totally. Seattle is crazy now though. I was there and I saw people um sm- I they were doing some kind of drug on the street that they was like huddled up against a um Window. Yeah, you can see yeah. heroin being done now. Like, yeah, you, you can just like, see it in nooks and crannies. But now I, it's, I thought like, it was a or salt water tapping now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just pick some up. Get a little heroin. Well, when I saw it, the window. <laughs> when I saw it, this is the way my mind works. They were huddled up against a window, and I thought because it was Seattle, I thought that maybe it was like a little um, bakery where people are getting coffee out <laughs> the window. I was like, oh my god, I love this town. So I was like going over, like, I'll try it. I'll support whatever it is. And I got so close and I was like, oh my god, what do I see? Like I just even New York is so crazy, you see a rat like climbing up someone's leg, but you don't see that. Yeah. It is, it's different there. It's um I I find that that's what kind of got me to stop smoking pot out. Like when I was smoking it the last time I went through a, a bout of it, I was only like rolling joints because that like doesn't feel as addicty because I was always smoking out of bowls. And I remember one time on Hollywood Boulevard before I was going into a show, like hitting a pipe. And then I looked next to me and there was a crackhead hitting his, and it was like, we were using the same pipe. And we were doing the same thing of like blocking the wind. And I was like, this isn't, I want to be a mom someday, I think. And I can't, I can't be blocking the wind to hit a dirty bowl. I just, this isn't a good look. Um, but but it looks great for you, sir. Like you make it look awesome. You're so thin. I was always like that when I would smoke pot in a hotel room, where I'm like, I might as well just be smoking crack. Yes, this is what it feels like. Yeah, it does. Out. You have to stuff the towels. Like it's just yeah. so. I found that I was able to let go of pot a lot easier when I stopped hiding it and was like, I'm just doing it. Because when you do, when you hide it, you just feel the shame that like makes you smoke more. So I started just like blowing it. Really let me go, let it go when I got arrested. Um, had to stop. But we love the fact that you're vegan. We love that. And we're not vegan, but we, I know we're, we're taking baby steps. Yeah. And that's convenient vegetarian. When convenience We love anything like sustainability related, like sustainable lifestyle is a big part of this podcast and our personalities. You know, if you talk to us afterwards, I'm going to say, I don't ever use plastic. Um, And so we were wondering, like, what's your favorite? Do you have like a favorite vegan skincare? Oh, God, I don't check if that stuff is vegan. Um, (laughs) I'm not eating it, so I go, it doesn't count. You know what I do? I I will say like the mic, like, if I was listening to a podcast, I would want maybe a, just a product uh, recommendation. So I kind of, I think it might be vegan. It should be. Yes, it is. Because it's called plant squalling. The ordinary. It's I've used every fucking product in the world. Oh. I paid so fucking much money for these serums and everything. And yes. I swear to God, the one that I've used for like over five years now. And it is my night cream. It's my day cream. It goes under makeup. It takes off my makeup. I use it as lube. I put it on my, like everywhere. Yeah. 
the ordinary plant squalane, 100% plant squalane, is yes. $7 a bottle, which is nothing for skincare. And it is amazing. And it's not oily. It doesn't get on all everything, but it goes on like an oil. I feel like oils, you feel dry. Like, I'll put on oils and I'll be like a slick bitch going to yes. bed. And yes. uh, I'll be dry in the middle of the night. I'll go to the bathroom and I'm like dry suddenly. So this one really absorbs. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and I'm trying to think of any. I, I signed up for this um, box of stuff. Like, I, I usually don't like beauty boxes because you just end up getting a little bunch of little shit that you don't need. But this one that was created by a vegan, um, she played uh, Luna Lovegood on Harry Potter. Oh my god, the of course she's vegan. Yeah, she's the most vegan, vegan character in the whole yeah. show. I didn't watch it, but I know her. I did Dancing with the Stars when she was on it. She was a vegan. She, we became friends just because we don't eat animals. And um, it just bonded us that we don't. And, um, and she started this company called like they do a box called the kinder box and it is the only subscription box and i've done a lot of them that i like continue to do because it's good vegan products and it's cute and they don't give you a bunch of crap and packaging that you don't need and i i've bought rebought the stuff over that's and over great. yeah that's great the kinder box yes and kinder box. Drive squalid. it's such a good gift to give someone if you're yeah. looking for a birthday gift get them a year or like six months of a box then they'll think of you six times a year at least when that box shows up. <laughs> You know? It's a great gift for the vegan in your life. And then it they'll is. also think of you, you know, when you can think of them when you're eating a burger. Like, well, I helped. Yes. You know, I, did for you. I did one thing for you. I'm, I've been on a kind of a journey of not using plastic bottles. I use my, I carry it everywhere. It's, you know what? It's harder than you would think because you're like, I'm not going to, I don't use bottles. I'm fine. And then you're out in the sun and it's July and you're like, I'm so thirsty. And that's what everyone has yeah. everywhere is plastic. They're, yeah. they're so bountiful. They're and, everywhere. And so yeah. what do you do if you've forgotten your hydro flask? Like, yeah. what do you do? And do they're heavy. They're, they're so, so heavy. heavy. Where do you put it? Where do you put it on your person? Yeah. I, I know. I, I think you're supposed to dangle it off your backpack. <laughs> yeah. And you're like I swinging a here or shit when you're walking. I don't have a carabiner. I don't live in Boulder. I don't have a backpack. Like, they're too heavy. It's um, they are heavy, and it's and it's tricky too. Like you have to have like a bigger bag to carry it in, and then you know you're checking it. Sometimes it spills out. They're all they all say that they're airtight. And they're not them are airtight. They're they're not never. You're like there goes my computer. Thank you, Mother Earth. Why That's also going to be pollution. <laughs> why can't they 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 figure that out? Yeah. What How does it not make one of these goddamn things leak? It's I. It's science. It really is a thing. Elon Musk, get on it, get right? Get on it, Musk. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm bad with the plastic. Thing. That's good that you. Because that's all it takes is just going like I'm not doing this anymore. This is my thing. One line. thing, and then you go and for it's it. It's your thing, and now you have a, a personality. Yes, you know that's, that's what we love. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we well, just want it to be our personality. Yeah. I just want to talk to people about it. I was. Um, I did go on vacation with Mike. We went to Rome. And Rome is like an amazing city for this because they have, they have like all the ancient aqueducts. And so they have thousands and thousands of this incredibly clear, like mountain fresh drinking water all over the city. I was so excited. I like had my little bottle. I was like on a hunt and everyone I found it, it does not look like you would think like, oh, it looks like a water fountain. It looked like a fire hydrant that was leaking on the road, <laughs> like in the street. And I was going up to it, like, am I drinking piss water right now? And these Italian people are looking at me like, is she drinking the piss water? <laughs> and finally, somebody did explain, but it was so cool. And it was like the perfect place to travel as a woman who's anti-water bottle. So, but it was good to drink. It, was, it tasted amazing. 
they kind of drink it. Mike, <laughs> Mike said he saw someone putting his mouth on it. <laughs> That's the thing, like before water bottles, we all drank out of water fountains. Like, yeah. They were everywhere. They were everywhere. And now they're nowhere. Like I was at, I was in Forest Park, the big park that we have yesterday, and I was so thirsty on this run. And I came upon a water fountain and I felt like I can't. Like it's so gross. Wait, I would have never thought about that. You know, yeah. 50, 20 years ago. Yeah. But I just was, I let it run a little bit just in case a homeless man had rubbed his balls there just to like, <laughs> to get it out. And then I was like, I drink cum. Like, what am I, who cares if a homeless man's balls touch? Like, I've swallowed cum within 24 hours. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's good for you. Yes, I probably, you. yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of cum, um, yeah. <laughs> perfect transition. <laughs> Why does it feel like every skincare thing that you buy now is like trying to get you to put cum on your face? Yes, to look yes. like a glazed donut. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's slugging. It's, it's like, I know what this is. <laughs> it's all right, scientists. It's to look, it's that, it, it's the opposite of the 80s and 90s, which was matte. Everyone wanted to look powdery and yeah. like no shine. Remember, we like, used to have shining, blotting pads. Yeah. Like, yeah. the worst thing was to look oily, and now it's like, the look is to look super yeah. wet. That's why I love your bit about you have you want to look like you've been laying out in the yard with the sprinkler on. You yes, <laughs> like you want to look dewy, which because yeah. that's in all the products is dewy, and I was it was such a weird thing to go. Well, that's the artificial way to look dewy, but what's the natural way? And really, the only natural way is to lay beneath the night sky <laughs> on your back yes. and wait until dawn and not move, which at that point, you your body that's been left. Like, the only women that are naturally dewy are, you know, victims. So, <laughs> so weird for you to say that's your skincare routine. <laughs> you just lay. Your skin looks amazing. Abandoned quarry. Uh, <laughs> it's doing. The squalane is good for that. Squalane really yes. does. It moisturizes so much. They do setting sprays. Just anything to make you look fertile. I mean, that's the that's the look is to look, make men and other women who you know like sometimes when I say that all oh, I sometimes talk about this but makeup is just making you look more young or look like you're ovulating. Like that's what makeup yeah. tries to accentuate and try to recreate so that men want to fuck you. And, and women go, no, no, I wear makeup for me, but it's, even though we do it for ourselves and you might be a lesbian, you're still, makeup still is catering to the male gaze. Like that's yeah, what beauty yes. is based on is what men want to put their dicks in. And so, um, that, that dewy look is like, I'm young and like, oh, like I, yeah, I already, already, already have so much come on here. So yeah. what's, what's a little more? <laughs> yes. yes. It's that fresh, like I just woke up and I'm just like, oh, like almost like, like, acne, like young girls having like acne because they have like yeah. uh, more, you know, uh, oily, oily. face. Yeah. Oily. Men love young women. So you just try to replicate full lips to be like, I have a pussy on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what like eyes do, like why we put eyeliner on and why that looks sexy. Yeah, like the big like, eye, the big eye. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you like I do like a cat eye. Maybe guys want to fuck cats. I don't know what the origin of that is, but it's logically there's gotta be a reason for it. I had a theory for a while. PhD. I thought guys wanted to have sex with horses because I feel like the BBL, the the way that the big oh, ass yeah. look like the back of a horse. Yeah, totally does. Yeah. <laughs> With the big long ponytail. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah. That's what I've been spreading out. It's very like, I can see the warrior princess. Oh yeah. my god, you're so right. 
Uh, what was I just gonna say? We were talking about the, uh, fuck, I had a good anecdote. Well, fuck it. No, I'll remember so, it at some, some point, but just come, come um, putting shit on your face. Oh, oh, I, oh, I, so I watched um, the Princess Diana documentary oh, the other yes. day, and uh, it's so good. The, it's called The Princess, it's on HBO, and um, it, I don't know why I'm like, promoting it, but like, it, it is. <laughs> It's really good, and it made me go, I want to start. So I'm now doing this Diana thing where I'm, like, doing harsh eyeliner underneath my eye because I want to look sad and, like, trapped, you know? <laughs> she looked so beautiful when she was sad and trapped. She was and just gorgeous. gorgeous. Just always, oh. You know, like, I, I really, like, I was like, that look is coming back. So I watched a bunch of tutorials about how to get a Diana look. And <laughs> they said, go on a car through a tunnel in Paris, and you'll get that. <laughs> That's me, but um, yeah, she was she was cute. So um, and we miss her. And uh, <laughs> do you ever like see a look where you're like, that's my look now? Like, do you ever try to? And then you feel yeah. ridiculous because people go, what are you doing? I know. I watch I watch House of Gucci. I was like, I think I'm gonna just wear like full Long Island like mascara yeah. all the way around. <laughs> And then I did it, and it's like, that doesn't work with glasses, where I'm like, I have two things going on here. Yes. <laughs> heavy, heavy eyeliner. Yeah. But it looks so good, and you're like, yeah. Lady Gaga, she's owning it. I know. I'm like, I'm really into the euphoria makeup look, Oh, yeah. But I feel like at 44, I can't do yeah, 44. <laughs> I just transferred to this school. <laughs> I'm the principal. <laughs> It's so funny. You're so right. It's like no one will take me seriously. If yes. I like, I have some ideas about what we should do. Like, You've got bedazzles. You <laughs> can't put, pay attention to your PowerPoint when you can be on lipstick. Have glitter uh, eyeshadow. Yeah, it's the, there's so many makeup trends, especially on TikTok, that you get sucked into, and you're like, oh, that's so interesting. Uh, for me, the thing that elevates my self-esteem as a woman is a spray tan uh, in, in a way that nothing else ever will to the point where I go to places to get spray tans and they're like, you, you're you gonna look insane. And I go, take it up. And I'm like, I want people to go, you look orange. Like I, I feel so much better when I'm very, very um, spray tanned. And it's uh, it's almost like an addiction. And I feel, I will get into a, like a low grade depression when I have to not have a tan. And then, yeah. I, and then I'll be like, what's going on with me? It's not even my, let's check my, period tracker app and I'm like it's not even the time of month where I'm supposed to want to kill myself and then I'll realize it's because my spray tan is left off. Reminder yeah. on your phone spray tan. Yeah <laughs> yeah but I use Sally Hansen um leg spray because it when I was on tour it would just be because you do these like spray tans or you like put it on and then after like four days it starts kind of like just eroding in a way yeah. that you just look dirty yeah. and then if you put it on top of it it just it doesn't look right so you gotta like scrape it off and my legs would like bleed so I got to the point where I, and everyone was like, use this remover. I tried so many. And so now I just do Sally Hansen like spray. It's temporary. You put it on once. You wash it off in the shower that night. It kind of gets on stuff, but not too bad. And, um, but uh, when I was on tour, I would use it and just like, and it would be in the air. And my tour manager and my, you know, people that were opening for me were like, you gotta go somewhere else to this. We're like inhaling. We're gonna die. Like this is really toxic. And I, I was like, oh my god, I have totally have tan lung. Like, like I have been breathing this stuff in. 
it's so it has to be so toxic and we won't even know until I'm Aaron Brockoviching, you know? This is so weird. Into your skin. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you'll look so good. Um, you look so, so good. Fucking You're my amazing gloves will be so skin. contoured. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, doing the stuff you I always want to just feel good about just like what I am naturally. And there are times where I do but it, feel great, but there's no denying that beauty stuff makes you like yourself more. And it, it, does. it does. And that's what, that's what we love on lady journey. It's like, you know, the makeup to feel fertile for men, you yes. know, yeah. that, that's why it's having the right, you know, having the right fashion, you know, expressing yourself in a way that you feel confident. Yes. So when you do start to spiral, you're like, Hey, I got this. Yeah. You know, I got this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what matters. I just got my hair cut. Yeah, that is the thing that I worry about with Instagram is like whatever. Sometimes I'll go in my own feed and I'll go like, God damn it, you look, this girl is killing it, and I'll realize it's me, and I'm jealous of myself. <laughs> yeah, and and I will know that that day that I looked amazing, I was so depressed and I was yeah. so upset and I felt so like it. I realize how much it's a lie because I can see it on my own self of like I like reminisce like you had it all, and I'm like no you were wanting to jump out of that fucking window that day. Yeah. Like that, even though you looked great with the backlit, but you wanted to jump out of it. Like, yeah. so there are times where I just want more transparency about like when women look like they're like killing it in life, like just more of like, here's what it took to look like this. Yeah. Like whenever someone's like, you look so beautiful. I go, fake eyelashes, spray tan, two hours of hair and makeup, uh, lighting, a cameraman who's making sure my right angles, like, there's a re- if you don't look good on TV, there's something seriously wrong. Like that's <laughs> yeah, something's gonna horribly it's wrong. It's such a lie. And, yeah. and even knowing what I know of like how much lies are out there, and like you look at Kardashians and you see, I go to these accounts that will show what they're how they're editing their photos. I love those accounts. Oh, it's and yeah. why are they even doing it? Because they'll take a Getty image that you can go and see the original one, and yeah. that. But I don't understand why Kim Kardashian, who is a size zero, is making her waist go from this to this. Like, yeah. what is the difference? Yeah. Why are you doing that? The airbrushing is crazy. And then it goes off to where it's like, now she just looks like an amputee. You know, yes, it's like, it's yes. something. She's having a little terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and then I want a little arm. And I'm like, I want, no, I want my bathroom sink to be curved like this. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just creating expectations for my bathroom that I can't have. And it's, it, that's what I want is just more just, here's what I did to look like this. It yeah. isn't about skincare. It's about injections. It's about laser facials. It's about things. I'm taking a pill that's making it so I don't eat. Like it's more than, and I think we all know this, but I don't think it helps if we, if we just go, she's doing things that we don't know about. We want to know yeah. specifically. I feel yeah. like there needs to be disclaimers about yeah. Transparency. Yeah. yeah, it should be like a cigarette, you know, like a cigarette. Yes. Like in this photo, there has been um, a s- extreme. You should have to brushing. add one photo from the series of pictures you took to get that great photo. Yeah. One of the one, a random one. The one that where you're checking your neck fat. And you're like, yes. is it there still? Is it there? <laughs> where it goes off, your phone goes off when it's in your purse. And it's the, you're like, I will kill myself. What is this angle of my body? I love when girls are doing this, where you see them going like this and like this, and then they go, look to look like they're just like, 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 immediately, like, analyzing it, but like so like perfect and cute. And then there's this new trend of like these TikToks of these hot girls that 
not TikToks, um, they're um, boomerangs, but it's like a new sexy boomerang for young girls. It's like girls in their early 20s are doing boomerangs where it's just as like, when we do boomerangs, or at least when I do it, it's like, <laughs> like it's just like this, I hate to use the word spastic because I know that means something different in the UK, but it's very perky jerky and it's not hot. And I always think it's going to be like a twirly cute, like Marilyn Monroe kind of thing. It never is. But these girls do these hot boomerangs where it'll be like a piece of, they'll be in their car and it's like a piece of hair on their lip and the hair will move like a millimeter to the, like, and then, and then their eye will dart that way at the same time. And it's barely perceptible. And you study it and you go, did it move? And you watch it over and over or their lip will pout like one little piece. Like, like, the, like it's so small, they'll just do small ones. And it's not like, look at my chest and twirly. And I watch them over and over and it's just this girl being like, say your dick on my lip. Like just think this would what it be like if you put your dick on. I'm like, I wish I had one to do that. But it's, it's this it. new hot girl thing that's happening where, and then this girl will have 70 million followers or something like that. And you go, who is this? Yeah. How did she figure that out? Yes. I have no idea. Like, all these girls know exactly what to do. Like, I'll see uh, TikToks or Instagrams where they're like, if you just put your hand by your face like this when you take a photo. Yeah. And they're like, but I, I look so stupid. <laughs> but they're like, it really does work. It, it, like, hides a little bit of your face and it creates dynamic yeah. photos, but then you're like, how did you figure this out? Because they're models. Yeah. They're models, that's, modeling, I hate to always, I hate to ever hear modeling models be like, it's hard, but it is hard, because you guys have done photo shoots, yeah. and you think like, this will be great, and yeah. then it's fucking terrible, because yeah, all you're smiling with your mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you're supposed to look down, and then up, and when you look up, you go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like second hair, and that's a good trick. So you use it. But we were told to put the tongue on the top of your mouth. Oh, that's what we heard last night, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dead girl look. Like, they're not doing this one. I'm like, oh, they look dead. Corpse. As for you, Yeah, whatever guys like. It's just so exhausting to keep up and just, yeah, you feel like, I can't go on TikTok because I just got so triggered from seeing 25-year-olds be like, I know I'm old on TikTok. And it's just like, I can't do this. And there's, you know, 12 year olds telling you about their retinal regimen. I'm like, I, this is too much. I literally can't be on TikTok. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really a lot. Pretty it doesn't yeah. stop me, though. I'm like, I'm thinking about it now. Oh, oh my God. It's my smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, it really felt that way to me as soon as I was on. I think I, like, was on it for a day and I saw an hour just escape in the blink of an eye and only just felt bad about myself. And I have, that's the one good thing I've been like, I don't read internet comments on YouTube or Facebook or, and now I don't even read Instagram comments because those used to be positive and just like fire emojis. But now people are like, die in a fire emoji. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You. <laughs> but um, also TikTok, that's the one thing that I'm like, I'm so glad I haven't been on, even though I'm missing a lot of good theories. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I asked my friends, like, there's a good one, just send it to me and I'll look at it like outside of the, but, but as soon as I go, cause I'm still the app and sometimes it'll pop up and man, I can get sucked in so fast. Yeah, it's it's amazing fun. that people are here at this show, like doing a live yes, thing. Thank like, you for coming out. You guys are heroes. heroes. You know, there's TikTok, like, <laughs> Entertainment, it's it's yeah. gotta suffer from that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so it's so amazing that we were able to get you because you're about to have your vocal surgery. You're yeah, not even going to be able to talk to for like three weeks. Yeah, I'm about to have vocal cord surgery uh, on September 8th, and then I'm going to be not able to talk for three weeks. And then after that, it's like you could do like 10 minutes a day, and then the next week is 20 minutes a day. And then like so slowly, I'll be able to podcast again. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> get a quick one in it is weird it's like um the surgery i'm having i was telling you guys was um like i, I it's elective like i don't need to have it i'd be fine i've sounded like this for so long and i'd probably sound like this forever but i want to be able to like sing and my range is just really limited and uh, i was working with a vocal teacher recently and she was like you you're there's something on your it's like something's going on. So I went to a guy and he stuck a thing down my throat and he congratulated me. He's a specialist who's been doing this for 37 years. And he said, you're one of the best at having something down your throat and not gagging. And I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> I was pulling at your college and I have to a lot. So I'll put that on the resume. Yeah. <laughs> I quote you for my website. <laughs> but he was like, your chords are really, there's so much trauma there. And I've always had like a husky voice and like, grainy, gravelly. My first joke on The Tonight Show was like, my voice is husky. I like to say it's big boned. So it's like been a thing that I've been, I've been like insecure about for a while and also like wanting to sing. Like I always like an alto and I always want to like sing like a pretty girl. And even in high school I was an acapella and my voice teacher, I had a voice teacher then and she called my mom and was like, your daughter, this isn't going to be her thing. Like you're wasting your money. And so I just, I was always so discouraged. And then, um, but then this voice teacher was like, if you get your chords fixed, like you could actually be a singer. Like you've got enough, like, you know, you're good, you're good, but you just don't have range. So I went to this guy and I'm having um, this surgery where they slice your chords. Like they cut off all like the trauma and yeah, it's going to be interesting not talking for three weeks. And he said that when women have this surgery done, they come back and they're like, I sound like a girl now. Like that's going to be, so I think it's going to be transformative in that way. Cause I've always felt a little bit, uh, I think I did comedy because I couldn't sing and I wanted to be a singer, but I was like, I guess I'll do comedy because I can't get in that world. And comedy's such a masculine it energy is. thing yeah. as a woman to be on stage. Yeah. This is how it is. Yeah. So, and singing is like very sexual, very feminine, and just like you're crying. Like, it's just like you're just like, it's so like feminine. And yeah. so I'm, inter I'm interested to see what it will change about me if I have like a more Disney princess voice. Yes. Yeah. Snow White. Yeah. The animals flying. To you know, <laughs> I'm just going to be, be a woman with birds in the park, like pigeons. And you're like, that's not what we pictured, but okay. Wow, Nikki really pivoted. <laughs> yeah, you have a very like Disney princess voice. Do you sing? No, I can't. I think I'm tone deaf, actually. Oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just have a lot of, I just talk weird because that's what my mom talks. She oh. talks to a little Southern, you know, like vocal variation, like, oh my God, you know. No, it's those, good. So. It's, yeah. it's a good voice. Yeah. I've never, it's pretty much a voice lift. Like, and I wanted to maybe while I'm doing it, do some like surgery on my face that I've been looking into because I'm not opposed to it. Um, yeah. Get it in. Why not? Like, because I'm already at a commission. I'm not on tour. I can't there, do a yeah. TV show. And that's when. That's why I get annoyed with girls who Kylie Jenner's the, the Jenner like these and, and honestly every actress that you think is beautiful has had surgery and like and like facelifts like these girls are getting facelifts in their twenties because it's preventative and they go and they get facelifts and you don't know it because it's so well done and they store photos of themselves so that they can go put the, those photos out while they heal and have like straws in their face and believe oh. and have like look like they were hit by a train. Yes. But, like, you don't see any of this, but they're having surgery. It's not them just, like, 
I do a new uh, guasha technique. It's yeah, like, no, yeah. a man ripped your face and pulled your <laughs> muscle up to your ear. Yeah. No, I remember that. I saw a photo, this was like probably 10 years ago, of Christina Aguilera, and I remember being like, oh my God, look how pretty she is, natural makeup. And I got so many comments like, you idiot. It's filler and Botox. It's more money than you could ever spend yes. on yourself. And I was like, I am the most naive person. We just, I had no idea. Yeah, it's natural makeup is like a million dollars of work. <laughs> Once you start doing it, you can see it on people. And, but you, if you look at look at the Bachelorette contest or Bachelor contestants when that show first came out in the early 2000s and compare them to the faces of the Bachelorette. Like, it's a different looking, like, women don't look, Beauty, the standard of beauty has changed so much to just have cartoonishly big lips and yeah. big cheeks, and it's it's a different face. I think they, there's an article that came out recently that said it's Instagram face, right? Yeah. And all the girls are getting kind of the same kind of it's the Chloe um, Kardashian look. And now the Kardashians are deciding we don't want big asses anymore, and they're having all their fucking fat sucked out of their asses. And so now they're they're changing it. So now all these girls that got BBLs because of them are like, wait, wait, what do I do? Like, <laughs> I have to go back and get it out. Yeah. But Kim, if you've noticed, is whittling down again. She is. So yeah. it's, it's the big ass. She brought it, and everyone was like, thank you, real women have curves, even though yeah. hers were fake. Yeah. And now yeah. they're going away. And now the, the it's gonna it keeps going. It's like you know eyebrows, this thin, thin, thin bigger. Like yeah. never count on. Bell bottoms come back. Everything comes back. Yes. So don't ever. The corset is back now. I saw it on TikTok. People are like, this swimsuit cinches my waist. It's like, that's the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to fucking oppress us with those. Uh, so yeah, this is one of the last uh, times you'll hear my voice. We're so glad that we got to have so you here. It was so Thank amazing. I love you guys. Yeah. I love your podcast. Yes. Okay. Thank you all for being here. Everybody, Nikki Glazer, everybody. We appreciate it. If um, go on YouTube, like and subscribe, leave a comment for our iTunes podcasts, um, or just find us on any platform. We're pretty much there. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll be out after to say hi. So come say hi.